every morning. Arabile Gumede and Anastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. All right, so we're chatting now about mining. And, of course, with the uh, uh, African mining in Daba currently happening, things have, of course, taken a focus and a look at just how sustainable mining, not only in South Africa, but across the African continent and perhaps then across the world really can be. Just how significant, how important is it that we get the shift and the mix quite right? And, of course, even after having... Uh, the Mining Charter uh, 3.0, as many are calling it here in South Africa. The interesting element is how sustainable is it with regards to business. So let's talk about that and all things mining in Daba. Nivash Singh, Head of Mining and Resources Finance International at Nedbank, joins us on the line. Nivash, thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, I suppose the challenges then for particularly the banking sector operating in a mining scenario uh, is one where you have to be extremely cautious because things haven't necessarily gone that well. Absolutely. Thanks, uh, Arabile. Um, you know, mining is a, is a, it's a cyclical industry mm. that operates with many risks. Uh, the idea is to identify those risks and to create mitigation uh, for these risks. Um, it's, a, it's a very dynamic industry which has huge potential for growth and development, but if managed incorrectly, it can be a disaster. In trying to manage those disasters, do you feel that enough attention has been paid uh, to, you know, to ensuring the sustainability of mining in the long run? It seems that there are a lot of uh, you know, moving parts to this, and one of them is that people want the money and they want it now. And you know, whatever historical issues there may be, it all has just affected the, the, the sustainability of South Africa's mining sector and perhaps even the continents. Absolutely. I mean, mining is a long-term business. Um, it's, there, are, there are no quick gains. And if not managed carefully, you could end up with multiple losses. Um, host governments across the continent, um, in, in, in the bull market when prices, commodity prices are high, they are generally quite... Uh, um, you know, um, demanding in terms of royalties and taxes mm-hmm. and additional regulation. But in cases where the commodity cycle turns and prices fall, um, you find that they reopen up the borders for new investment. Um, so government is a factor that affects mining industry in general. And, you know, as mining owners, mining company project owners, they need to do their best in terms of managing government and the expectations. Yeah. Uh, what about the availability of funding, particularly for the junior miners who need it the most at this point? And, uh, and also, why is it so important that they choose uh, you know, the funding partners extremely carefully, especially in this time? I think there's lots of liquidity at the moment in the mining sector, especially in the junior mining sector. You find that there's debt funds um, that are competing with commercial banks such as ourselves. Um, and, and the advice we're giving to mining project owners is that you need to choose your partners carefully. This is a long-term game. Um, it's not a short-term perspective. Um, when things go wrong, you, as a mining company, you need partners that understand the cycle, the commodity cycle, and able to cope with uh, a depressed cycle when the cycle turns. Because the one thing we know for certain, Aradile, is that the commodity cycle does not always trend upwards. Mm -hmm. It will um, turn 
adversely to affect cash flow in the short to medium term. And you need partners that can work with you on a long-term basis to work through those difficult patches. One would say that it perhaps isn't as necessarily as viable, even if you work through those, those tough patches. Would you agree with a sentiment like that, or is it just a case of finding the right sort of hold or the right market to, to go into? Well, you know, there are many factors that, that, that impact uh, uh, sustainability in mining. For example, you've got terrorism in the, in the western part of the continent and the eastern parts of the continent as well which no banker, no commodity expert could have forecast. Um, so I think it's, uh, there are some risks which, 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 which will not be identified at inception. Um, again, it comes back to uh, identifying, assessing, evaluating risks at the beginning and managing those as best as you can. Mm. All right, then what about uh, you know, resource nationalism, as they're calling it, and, and, and what it means for you know, that lending space, for banks who are obviously trying to lend mining to mining companies, not just as we, we mentioned in South Africa, but across the continent too? Yes, and I think that's, that's a really important uh, point. Keep in mind that the mining in Dharma is not a mining conference for the South African economy only. It's an African mining conference. Mm -hmm. Resource nationalism is peaking on the continent. I think to be fair, host governments are looking for their fair share of uh, taxes, royalties, and and distributions. Um, The uh, uh, mining companies are being encouraged to to pay their fair share of taxes and royalties um, and and we and we saying to all our clients that you need to be a good corporate citizen in the country in which you operate in order to be successful. Yeah, Nivash, really appreciate your time this morning, but really, really great having you uh, on the show there. That's uh, uh, just chatting about a whole lot of this mining sector and funding for it, right? And uh, Nivash Singh is head of mining uh, as well as uh, Resource Finance International at Nedbank CIB. Thank you for joining us on the line for that one.